and welcome to another episode of the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts, I am Scott, and joining me as always, this is Zach. He's king of the douchebags. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you're sure as shit not king of the north, so, you know... I had to come up with something different for you. King of the douchebags seemed okay, very appropriate. All right, know? fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. goaded line by yeah, goaded character. Truly, fair. fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly, truly, truly. How are you doing this week, my guy? Uh, I'm my doing, king. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing okay, man. Uh, it's interesting. We had a short week because of Juneteenth on Monday, mm-hmm. and despite having a short week, uh. Man, I had a lot going on work-wise, so definitely felt a little, like, just a little overwhelmed, a little stressed out this week. Um, Zachy Boy's been been a little stressy stress lately. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just been kind of a lot of stuff, like, going on. I've It's good stuff. I've been put in charge of more, which I'm thankful for. I, I really like the stuff I'm working on. It's just, like, taking up a lot of time. Workload has been a lot, and... Uh, yeah, and you guys actually saw the result of that because uh, we postponed an episode this week. Um, so thank thank you everybody for your patience and oh yeah, you know uh, that whole thing. But otherwise, I'm doing good. I do have a, a kind of a funny story to tell. Okay, let's. Uh, I, it's not really funny. It's kind of fucked up, but uh, oh, even better. <laughs> yeah, well, that. you and I already talked about this, but okay, but I'll uh, I just need to fill the people in. Uh, so the other day, Amanda was at work. And she's ca- she's carrying some uh, some product to her so car. Not funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny though. Well, it's funny because of the the follow up here. Um, uh, okay. So Amanda's carrying out some product to her car. She's gonna take it to one of the other locations, and um, she steps off the curb and and rolls the absolute shit out of her ankle. Uh, like like we were worried about like it being broken. Uh, like she couldn't step on it, couldn't move her toes. Like it, oh, I thought you it said was there was like a small, like a hairline fracture. Well, no. So they're still going to observe for that. So gotcha. the the X rays didn't show any actual break, but the doctor was like, "We need to give it a week or two because hairline fractures take a while to appear, or they can take a while to appear." Okay. Uh, she's been able to put some weight on it and has some mobility back. So like, I, I think she's okay. I think it's just a really bad sprain, but, uh, she has a follow up on Monday. Anyway, that's all sad and fine and whatever. Sad and, and poor, fine and whatever. Poor baby. You that's know, that's my wife. She's freaking wife, out. Bro. She's God like damn. so hurt and like. She like I never see her in a state where she's like in, like not capable of doing things uh, like physically. She's sure. she's just like she's always got her shit together. So it's definitely like like, hey, you're broken right now. Like <laughs> you can't do anything, uh, which is kind of fucked up, but also kind of funny. But really, the icing on the cake here is how much shit you guys and yeah. her specifically my entire life have given me for being a clumsy shitbag who rolls his ankles. Because, look, like, jokes aside, I do legitimately, I will just, I am the guy that, like, I can be just standing, not even walking, yep. and just my ankle will just, yeah, this <laughs> is just roll. This is not, a, not an exaggeration, <laughs> so not a bit. Dumb. I have literally observed Zachary's ankle rolling while he's standing still. It's like, so fucking Just dumb. standing there, just, uh, 
And like, listen, like, you know, we joke and we laugh, but like anyone that's rolled their ankle badly knows like it sucks. It sucks. (laughs) And just like that awful feeling of like you feeling it start to happen. And that Uh is just like, oh, it's the worst. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just I almost feel vindicated don't say don't say <laughs> don't, don't say what i was like i know he's gonna say vindicated but don't don't say that that's okay yeah you say that you brought this up as like oh this is a funny story like i genuinely feel so bad for yeah Amanda because yeah. you're right like <laughs> it's she is like super capable and like always has her shit together and now She's, she's just not. got this fucked up ankle and that that sucks like that sounds the way you first described to me it sounded like so painful and so and I listen yeah. I I know that you know can be very painful I've been there myself uh, probably not as bad to her extent thankfully but uh yeah get for real get well soon Amanda cuz <laughs> yeah that that shit is is not Yeah fun. yeah it's not tight but yeah. anyway uh that's how our week's been going yeah. it's been fine uh and also lots of Diablo time with oh, you true. and Chazzy boy and yeah, it's yeah. been great We've been playing that Diablo um, uh, it's a pretty good time. So but shout- I should probably stop talking about my week because these season seven episodes have gone a little longer yeah. than we've wanted. Hell yeah. More because like there's just more shit to talk shit about. Yeah. Um, we do tend to talk longer when we're shit talking. And I don't yeah. know what that's about. Well, I think it's just there's more to actually pick apart and like discuss why we don't like it, you know? Sure. Um. Whereas when things are good, it's like, oh my god, it's good. But, yeah, yeah. You know, and, jizz yeah, and and then and then jizz and gush and but gush and um. <laughs> that's right. You heard me. Gush, gush and jizz. That's going on a shirt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, how are you doing this week? Oh, I'm great. Uh, I made probably the bitchinest stew I've ever made in my life. Ever had. Uh, in my life, uh, that shit went crazy. I got some photos of this stew, and yeah. it, it did look pretty bitchy. I, I made a whole fucking pressure cooker. Like, I, I swear, like, for any of you out there that don't have, like, a pressure cooker, that shit's like a cheat code. That, that is like a cooking cheat code. Get you one of those. It makes shit delicious and fast and easy. Interesting. Uh, I made a whole batch of that shit, and I ate it for like six meals straight. And do I regret anything? Absolutely not. Tastes amazing. Okay. And All that's right. Been pretty much my week. <laughs> okay. Eating stew and playing Diablo. Hell baby. yeah. Well, hold on, hold on. I do need to pry on some things that yeah, yeah. we haven't shared with the listeners. Okay. You, uh, beat Zelda. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did. That was that was like a week ago. I know, but you know, we haven't talked about sure, it. Yeah. How was that? Uh it's amazing. It's one of the greatest video games I've ever played in my life. It's wow. Phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. I mean, All there's right. there's like basically nothing bad I can say about it. It's you know interesting. If anybody okay. out there played Breath of the Wild or enjoys them a good Zelda game, they probably know they should they should probably play it. Right. So well, fuck yeah, that's exciting. I mean, I I too am playing playing the game, but I'm going very slow. Yeah. Kind of just playing when I have some downtime and just kind of fucking around. Uh, it oh, is beautiful. Leisurely is ass over here. Yeah, leisure ass Zach was my yeah, nickname yeah, yeah. in high school. True. Um. Anyway, yeah, it's it, it's a fun game. I'm glad that you uh, enjoyed it. And honestly, like, I I've I'm always interested in Zelda storylines, but 
hearing you talk about it has made me be like, all right, I really need to just like get my shit together and and play through this fucking game. Yeah, listen, so, Zelda stories are never really like the main main draw of those games. Like they're sure. always generally good, but they're not like earth shattering usually. And I'm sure. not saying yeah. this this one is, but I would say it's it's better than most. Like right. Like, really good Zelda stories, I immediately think of, like, Majora's Mask and Link's Awakening. Majora's Mask is goading. Right. As as ones that stand out, and I would say this one would probably be... Wind Waker's pretty like, up there, too, though, dude. Wind Waker is... I love Wind Waker just for the end when... I don't, I don't know if I should... Well, it's like a 20-year-old... I mean, yeah, dude, 20. come on. When Link jumps, like, 30 feet into the air and shoves his sword directly through Ganon's skull... Yeah. It's just the greatest thing ever. It's fucking uh, great, dude. And super cartoony graphics also. Uh yeah, that game rules. Um But yes, uh this story was was very good, I would say above average for Zelda. Do you remember that weird period of time where people did not like Wind Waker? Yes. Oh yes. And now and people have come around on it. Oh yeah. Like the community has Well that that for the most part. Yes. That art style has held up very well as Oh yeah because of course it did and that's what people just didn't fail to understand because they were all fucking edgelord cringe lords yep. that wanted dark zelda back then right but anyway uh we're talking game of thrones thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about game of thrones this is season seven episode three the queen's justice zachary why don't you kick us off here uh you're gonna have to stop me by the way because i don't yeah, know yeah where, i'll where just yell talking. stop really all right yeah yeah all right, we began at Dragonstone, where John and Davos have arrived. John and Tyrion catch up and reminisce, and Davos flirts with Missandei. What a legend. What truly. a legend, truly. Yeah, yeah. Varys confronts Mel about why she's hiding from John and Davos, and she admits that they did not part on good terms. She says he's going to she says she's going to Volantis where when Varys subtly threatens her, but says she will be back. For she and Varys both must die in Westeros. Mm. So I think this is the first time we've heard that. Yeah. John stands before Daenerys, and she immediately picks a fight by calling him Lord instead of King. The disrespect. Mm -hmm. Put some respect on that name. She tells him to bend the knee, and she'll make him Warden of the North. John says no, but that they need each other's help. John explains that the true enemy is the White Walkers and the Army of the Dead, but Daenerys does not believe him. Davos and John give six speeches, per usual. Uh, then Varys trots in and tells Daenerys that they need to speak in private. He gives the news of the attack on their fleet and some. Uh, oh, and somewhere at sea. Sorry, that fucked me up. And somewhere <laughs> at sea, Theon is rescued by some of their allies that also escaped. In King's Landing, Euron parades his captives through the city to the throne room and presents them to Cersei. She tells him that she will grant his wish of marriage when the war is won. Cersei gets revenge by using the same poison to kill Ilaria's daughter as she used to kill Marcella. This, of course, makes Cersei mad horny. Dude, mad horny. I fucking thought this dude <laughs> makes Cersei mad horny, and she does the dirty with Jamie and wants everyone to know everyone it, it must have been so good because she even wanted people to know about it in the morning yeah. uh so good for them uh she then meets with the representative of the iron bank and talks them into backing her instead of daenerys 
saying her debts will be paid in full soon. Stop. Good job, buddy. Thanks, pal. Back at Dragonstone, Tyrion ch- Tyrion Tyrion chats with John about what are you their- fucking common. Uh, yeah, t- apparently <laughs> my favorite character Tyrion over uh, here. Tyrion and John. <laughs> I just wanted it to rhyme. Okay. Uh, Tyrion chance chance. Jesus, I give up. You just have to read the. No, I'm kidding. All right. Uh, Tyrion chats with John about their shared problems. Tyrion tells John he believes him about the army of the dead and wants to help. Tyrion speaks with Daenerys about the possibility of allying with the North since they just lost two other allies. Daenerys then speaks with Jon and says she'll let him mine the Dragonglass. At Winterfell, Sansa prepares for winter and possible attack, while Littlefinger pretends to be like, I don't know, Doctor Strange or something. Um, Weirdo Bran then shows up and is like, sup? Before creeping the hell out of Sansa. That's so good. <laughs> At the Citadel. That's it's cosplaying. It's cosplaying. Strange. <laughs> Even has everyone. the white in his hair. Fight too. every battle everywhere. <laughs> in your head. Everything's happening. At the Citadel, Archmaester Ebro says Jorah is cured and free to go. So he shares a tender farewell with Sam. Ebros confronts Sam about treating Jorah, but says she should be proud and doesn't kick him out of the Citadel. Back on Dragonstone, Daenerys wants to take her dragons and destroy Euron's fleet, but her advisors say it's too great a risk to her. Tyrion then tells them about his plan to take Casterly Rock by using a secret passage in the sewers. Grey Worm and the Insuli do indeed take the rock, but most of the Lannister army is not there. They are marching to take Highgarden instead while Euron destroys the fleet that brought the Unsullied to Casterly Rock. Jamie chats with Olena in her room after taking Highgarden and offers her poisoned wine as the easy way out instead of being tortured by Cersei. Olena remains a legend to the very end, roasting Jamie and telling him that she was responsible for Jothfree's death and wants Cersei to know. And that is end. The end of season seven, episode three, The Queen's Justice. Boy, Cersei got a lot of justice this episode, huh? Dude, yeah. I mean, if justice is the nickname for Jamie's dick, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it definitely is. Yeah, you read my Hell mind. Yeah, you know exactly dude. what I meant. Uh, like, hey, Jamie, what's the name of your sword? Widow's Whale. No, the other one. Uh, yeah, what the, Justice. Your other sword. Justice. And he always says it in the Batman he voice. Says it. Justice. <laughs> Where is he? Where is he? Where is Justice? I was in the pool. <laughs> um, Fuck. Let's talk about this episode, Zach, because a hot take. I quite like this episode. I, uh, all right, so first off, well, I, I I was gonna say that you and I need to stop being the same person, but also we've, I feel like we've kind of disagreed on the last two episodes on yeah. our takes. Like, like there we've agreed that they're not good Game of Thrones episodes, but you've definitely been more down on them. For sure, yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that this, and see, I can't really tell, and I'm actually very excited to talk with you about this. I can't tell if I think that this episode is in contrast better yeah, or if it's point. just like a solid episode, you know? That's a like, good point. Like, especially comparatively to what we've just been through for a season seven episode, like this far and away, I mean, we're only three episodes in. Sure. Easily right. the best episode of season seven. So far. Yeah, So for sure. far. Uh, 
And I think it's, well, I was going to talk about this at the end, but I, I, I was thinking a lot about how I think we have absolutely fucked up our rating system. <laughs> because I keep forgetting that we're supposed to be rating them compared to other Game of Thrones episodes yeah, and not yeah. Look, compared to just all television. Just, don't bring that up, dude. People have forgotten. <laughs> we're just doing what we do, just man. Just doing what we do. Because honestly, those first two episodes should have been like a one and a two, probably. If we were going based off of just Game of Thrones, yeah, that yes. probably, if I had, yeah, if we were being considerate of that, we probably would have been a little harder so, on those ratings but despite the fact that our rating system is fucked uh let's let's talk about this episode uh okay so we start with John and Davos arriving okay uh they immediately you know take all their weapons and they even just like walk away with the entire boat which yeah, it's very funny. There's like there's, this shit is ours now. <laughs> there's a couple moments of like some humor that I was like, "Hey, this kind of landed." Yeah, like, in this episode, where yeah. like the, the past couple episodes, the humor has been getting to me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of it works here, and I think it just might be the characters that are involved. I would say most of the humor in this episode lands, with maybe one exception uh, that I can think of off the top of my head. Sure, but it's like it's like this is like. It's not even like really super meant to be sold as humor. It's like, you know, like a little menacing and like, oh, this is like serious business. They're taking our boat. But it's also just like the way the look on Davos and John's faces and just the fact that <laughs> and the, the fact that it's just happening in silence. Yeah, like- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just walking away with the boat. Like, it's very good. Uh, also, of course, Davos just immediately deciding like, uh hey hello let me chat this gal up what's Dude. going on how are you i mean doing? can you blame the guy no of course not he's a fucking, fucking legend hell, he's a legend truly we love davos yeah. um and also Masande doing the the hard to get uh oh, yeah. oh man yeah she i mean she'll come around she'll come around to davos <laughs> i mean everybody comes around to davos <laughs> but could come around to davos <laughs> Um, um yeah what but, do you, what do you have to say about these scenes? Yeah, I I do so a couple notes here. Um I I love the John Tyrion reunion. Yes. It's uh it's just nice like two two very likable characters who have been fan favorites for a very long time finally reuniting um and and it's almost immediately back to their like playful banter. Mm-hmm. And and I just love it. Like yep. there's nothing monumental about it. There's nothing like that's like like, ooh, that was deep or that was good, but it's just like so nice to it just see them right. hanging out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, you know, like John comments on Tyrion's scars. Right. You know, they they chat. I think it's later when they actually chat about like, oh, you know, I it's a long and bloody story, but I was drunk for most of it. And it just feels like this feels right for these characters. Right. Uh, and it's good to Agreed. see again, for sure. Now Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, what do you think about this Varys Mel? Are you fucking me? Dude? I mean, that's literally what happens next. Well, no, I know, but my notes are literally written. I need to ask Scott how he feels about no. this Mel Varys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do need to stop being the same person. Um, I think this this tracks. I do not recall this happening. I, I don't. I mean, I re- remember so little about this season. Right. Um. But yeah, I I don't remember it happening, and I there's one thing particular. I mean, it's kind of the point of this conversation. I feel, but mm-hmm. like there's one thing in specific that I'm like, I don't know how I feel 
about this like based off of like who her character is like uh, and specifically like mel admitting that she made a mistake i it, it might be a throwaway people might not give a shit i just I, I am curious like some of the the character decisions yeah and like like is she questioning her I, well, I guess like the like her religion. No, uh, I think she knows she made a mistake about Stannis specifically, and and a lot of the stuff that went into that whole thing. And like just judging by the way, like she reacted when when Davos confronted her about burning Shireen, and you know she's like she was holding the stag, and you know like she she looked sorrowful. Like I think that portion of it at the very least like she feels she read the signs wrong or you know whatever okay so that she i I think she realizes she did make a mistake not that it has like broken her faith sure but that um you know now she believes in Jon snow so yeah yeah that's that's fair i think that's that that's a pretty good take there there was my my knee-jerk reaction was like is this true to character? Sure. You know, like like Mel seems like double, triple, quadruple down on decisions made in the name of the Lord of Light. Sure. You know, and so I like obviously you you want to see progress in characters, so like a change in her, I guess the way that she's thinking about it is 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 totally fine. I was just like, what what does it actually mean? Like, right. you know, whatever. Anyway, um, and then the other thing here is. Like, please correct me if I'm wrong, but Varys and Mel have never met before, right? Um, I mean, they met when Mel got to Dragonstone, like last episode or the episode. Before, okay, or right, but like prior to prior to Dragonstone, I don't think so. No, I'm very confused about Varys's like threat question mark. Uh, well, he we know he does not like her, or trust her. Simply because she's a priestess of the Red God? Well, no, because, well, yes, he hates magic. We know that. Sure. And okay. when she showed up at Dragonstone, he, like, was, like, calling her ass out and was like, oh, yeah, you used to work for Stannis, huh? And you did this. And he, like, he does not like okay, her that's, or I guess that, that's fair. red religion. I, my 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 knee-jerk was like, this seems a little, a little heavy-handed for Varys. No. Uh, I think you're just forgetting, like. Okay, all right. You're, you're that's probably happened. right. I, I, <clears throat> I've got to be honest with you, dude. I'm, and I'm realizing this as we're talking about it now. I'm finding it a little harder to like think deeper and more critically about these characters in season seven because it's like I already just feel like so much is so much doesn't track. <laughs> Sure. Like so much is just kind of derailed in in some aspects, and some of like the the thoughtfulness like behind some of the characters has been kind of derailed. That I I think it's my my immediate reaction. You're just to be questioning like, everything now. I I think that might be, and that's that's a, that's a me issue. That's not an inherently a season seven issue, but whatever. No, anyway, go. Ahead. I think this is fine for Varys. I just again like we talked about. We've forgotten a lot about these last two seasons. Right. I don't remember her going back to Volantis, and I don't remember her coming back. Like I, I'm trying to remember 
where and how sh her character ends up. I know what happens with Varys, but I I can't recall with her. So you don't you don't remember? No, I mean don't say it. Obviously, no, sure, right? Okay, I interesting. Okay, but yeah, anyway, I was just thinking about that. Anyway, um, John and Daenerys, the the throne room scene. We need to talk about this. We do. I wonder if we're gonna have the same take here. So, uh, my my take is uh, that you could tell me yours. Okay. Uh. The Missande De Davos like titles bit, like Missande going through like her seventeen million titles, sure, and then you know Davos being like, "Hey, this is Jon Snow. He's king in the north." And the, fact, Tyrion smirk. the Tyrion smirk. The Tyrion seals, smirk seals, is, seals it. There. Yes, also very good. But it's just like if this isn't a pure distillation of why Daenerys is cringe and why Jon rules, like I don't know. I don't know what else is. Sure. Like, this is just, this is everything, this is like a perfect, like, microcosm of, hey, Who are this these is, people? Right. Who are these people? <laughs> John is that cool, reluctant hero, like, you know, thrust into position of leadership, even though he didn't necessarily want it. And Daenerys is like, gimme, 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 gimme. I need all the titles. Uh, yeah. I'm the coolest cat around. Yes. And I love this scene. I love well. I love specifically the Davos interaction bit. Okay, so you don't like the rest of the scene? No, 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 no. I'm just talking about this first part for now. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, um, I, th I think it's it's very funny um, and perfectly delivered by Davos because he he's just so like not an at court type of person. No. He's just like uh, the king of the north. <laughs> yeah, the dude is a commoner. Like he was yeah. born in Flea Bottom, as he's told us a million times. Yeah. Um. You know, he's he's not really supposed to be here, but he he is because he's he's very good at knowing people ass. and advising people. Yeah. Uh, specifically the rest of the scene. Will you tell me what you want to say about it first? Yeah. So, I, I think this is a great scene. Uh, I think the scene is good. I like. There's okay. So there's. There are some sections where my distaste for Daenerys are packed in and compartmentalized to like, I don't like this character, but that, that like, I, I think are like glaringly obvious. Like they really show, you know, the things that I don't like about Daenerys really show themselves yes. in this interaction. Yes. However, taking that bias and my own you know, way of thinking about Daenerys aside, it's very true to character. Mm -hmm. And if you were in Daenerys's shoes with those motives, I don't think that anything that she's doing is necessarily wrong or at, at the very least not to be expected, you know, like, sure. Uh, <clears throat> and they're, they're back and forth, how they're kind of like testing each other at first, like, you know she she's trying she's obviously trying to throw her weight around. John is a little reluctant, but you see this kind of like cool ebb and flow with their conversation, kind of push and pull, and then finally at the end, like when she finally gets up off the throne and walks down to him, they they talk a little more. It becomes a little bit more intimate and real, and he's like, "Dude, like I'm gonna just lay it on and mm -hmm. and be like, like I don't agree with any of this. I'm the fucking king in the north, like." I just really liked the way that this this interaction moved, sure. uh, and and I thought it was done very well. 
I don't disagree with you at all. Like, I think everything you're saying is correct. I just, I guess I'm just viewing it in a different way of like, yeah, this scene is cool and these characters are true to who they are in that, oh, this scene is a perfect example of everything I hate about Daenerys. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, that's... and why, And also why she could never be a good ruler, might I add. Yeah, there's there is one specific thing that uh hold on, I have it written out here. Uh the 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 one section of Daenerys's speech like when she's talking about having faith in herself. Mm-hmm. Powerful. I yeah. like that. I'd say uh, that's the one good thing she does. She's like I've been through this. I've been through this. I've been through this. Like, which they're all true, and she and very warranted to, for her to have this belief and trust in herself. Uh, and the way she delivers it, powerful. Yeah. It, it, it in that moment makes me go, damn. That like, hey, dude, like that's good on you. You know, if, like, if only the rest of the scene she yeah. wasn't being super petty, yes, like, easily offended, uh-huh. super hypocritical. I might yes. add. Yeah. So immediately, like, okay, dude. So hypocritical. There, there's this point where I'm enjoying the scene and I'm taking mm-hmm. notes, specifically being like, "Wow, this is good." Like they're playing it well. Danny is a bit much, but like warranted. I can see why any person in her position trying to accomplish what she's trying to accomplish would approach this situation like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then John makes the whole comment about like we're children playing in a war you know or whatever the fuck he says and then she just snaps she looks right at Tyrion and like talks about John in front of yes so disrespectful and just such a child about it Uh, yes which is funny because she's pissed at him calling her a child the the irony is off the scales (laughs) it's it's so funny dude she literally goes off on this whole tirade about how don't hold my father's sins against me and blah, uh-huh. blah, 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 blah. And then 10 seconds later, as she, the first part of her getting up off the throne is she goes, your father was best friends with Robert with, Baratheon. Right. Do you know how many assassins he sent after me and bought this and that? And I'm like, you just told him not to hold you accountable for your Agreed. father's sins. And now you're trying to hold him accountable for not his father's sins, for his father's best friend's sins. Right. Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah, it's it's so insane because it's moments like this that are like, well, one, that, that Danny stands will just hear none of this. They, they ignore they, this shit. They, they ignore this shit. Yeah. But like, I I can't understand how Actually, hold on. Let me I'd like to mm-hmm. take a step back here. I am curious. <laughs> I mean, I know what your answer is going to be, but I'm still going to ask you. <laughs> sure. Is is that this whole hi- hypocrisy thing that you're that you're highlighting which is true uh and, and very accurate. Is that a failure on the writer's part or is that a Daenerys is that like no that's Daenerys no like, I she think w- that's who she is okay I don't think that's a I think like do you, like, like we uh, talked about I don't like Daenerys in the scene but I think the scene is well written like I I think mostly 
this is true to character and who these characters are. Okay. Uh, like with John not being like the best at words for like a large portion of it. And then he kind of just like you like you said, blah. gets exasperated and just kind of, yeah, like yeah. just kind of lets it all out from the heart, like not very tactful, but just like it's honest, you know, like, yeah, I right. think pretty much everybody is who they are supposed to be and who they have been to this point. Sure. OK. Also, I want to point out that. John has been calling her your grace like the entire time. And she tells Tyrion, he won't call me a queen. And I'm like, he's been calling you your grace. What are you talking about? See, I think it's I think it's things like that that like, okay, so I mean, we we could dive in and be like, like, oh, like, you know, the the. What am I trying to say here? Like the psychology of the way that she's taking this is that like she like that's to be expected so like that doesn't seem like him taking an extra step in respect or whatever or like saying outright that you're the queen and i can i get that but like that is an is another example of where like that just doesn't seem very thoughtful for the writers to make that an issue right the here's here's what i was gonna say the most generous reading of this scene for Daenerys is that she is playing the game that she's trying to, you know, like, uh, you know, assert she's her not dominance, politics ass- before. Ass- assert her authority and like, you know, put this, you know, rebellious kingdom in its place. Sure. That is like the most generous reading of this, but it's moments like when she breaks and turns to Tyrion and starts, you know, being all petty and shit in front of John. It's like that doesn't really hold up. Right. But if you really want to be generous to Daenerys, like you can say that, oh, she now she's just she's just politicking, you know. She's trying to assert her authority and her, you know, a dominance, I guess. Yeah, I mean I and I I think both can be true. Um, you know, like they're they're not they're not completely different. Like she is politicking, sure. she is doing what she feels needs to be done. It's just when you when you hold her actions, her demeanor, and her, I guess, just like overall thought process compared to any other character that mm-hmm. may be in that same position. It's just like this could have gone down a lot of different ways that would be like respectable, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, I just I just can't get over the fact that like watching this go down although it is a great scene it's like watching a grown-up have a conversation with a child no 100 percent. i something i would like that this has just popped into my head and the the idea is not fully fledged so please forgive me but sure i sometime down the line i would love to do like a cross analysis of uh oh man my, you know my memory is terrible. What is, is it? Rhaenyra from House of the Dragon? Yeah, Rhaenyra. Like, some of her, like, you know, scenes where she had to, like, do the politicking mm-hmm. uh, compared with Daenerys to show, like, oh, no, this is how it's actually done. You well, know? yeah, I mean, I can see that, but also Renero is kind of an idiot too. Yes, but I'm thinking but she, specifically she commands late... a scene and and works people way better than Daenerys does. Yes, like especially late in the season, 
Uh, yeah. I'm thinking specifically more, but uh, like I said, that that just kind of occurred to me because I'm and it's it's interesting to me too. Like, I'm so glad you brought that up. I I wouldn't have thought to even talk about this, but like making that comparison, Renera to Danny, like for the most part, it's the Danny stands that love Renera. And it's like yeah. how how do you not see the stark contrast between the two characters? Like, totally. like there 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 are things to like about Daenerys. You know, I mean, like I'm, I'm going to show a little humility here, and we've talked about it before. Like, mm-hmm. she does things that are inherently good, like yeah. oh, the freedom sure. of slaves for sure. You know, we like she's had some major triumphs, and she is young, trying to kind of find her way and stumble across like getting to where she wants to be. But it it does not like that. Just is not able to eclipse the other things uh for for me who I, I i like to try and take somebody's full character into account right not just the things i like for sure you know so um the, i love the way varus varus like half runs in by the way like, oh. with his his hands and his little thing and he does like his little like he's trying yeah. to, he's like power walking and like half trotting it's like for oh, a sh- second. oh shit it's so good yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty good should we just finish all the dragonstone stuff while we're here we probably should because we're like 45 yeah, minutes yeah, yeah, into yeah. this episode and we're still on the first scene fucking hell no not quite that long but you're not wrong uh, uh so Oh, by the way, the Davos and John speeches, like, I don't have anything exact from what they were saying, but they're they're both just good, as they always are. Yeah, the the only note I have is, like, I, I really like the, like, Davos speaking up for John and prettying up what John is, like, prettying up a case for John. Right. Um, And then him about to say, like, you they know, he, that he died yeah. for his, you know, whatever, and, uh, and John, like, looks over at him, like, yo... It's a on the fucking right, <laughs> which I think is the right call because he's already like, you know, a tough ask is ma- trying to get them to believe that there's an army of the dead and White right. Walkers coming. So you don't need to pile. Hey, I've also been resurrected, you know, on top of that. By the well, way, well, I, I I agree with that. Like for the belief side of it, like yeah, it's like okay, okay, guy, yeah, you were sure resurrected. you have. But also, I I just kind of feel like that's something that's just a little more personal to John. Sure, he just that too for sure for sure um anyway moving uh let's see what happens so yeah Tyrion and john then have their little chat um you know where Tyrion basically says like hey you figure out my how i fucked up and maybe <laughs> i'll figure out your your white walker shit yeah um and Tyrion tells john he believes him you know he's like listen mormont wasn't a liar you're not a liar uh, I, I kind of have no choice but to. I I take this. I yeah. I it's almost a. I have no choice, but I definitely take it more of like he trusts John rather than he like believes right what's happening. Yes. Uh, because what does he say specifically? Something to the effect of like, uh, it's better to trust a you know a trustworthy man than trust what everybody knows or something like sh- that. You know. Sh- Sure, I don't remember, but yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, he said something, yeah, he said something great. Um, yeah, I, I like, I like their banter. I mm. like that John's like, dude, I'm not fucking playing word game yeah, with yeah, you, man. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, bro. John is so over it at this point. He's like, am I a prisoner? Like, you took my boat, dude. They yeah. literally just walked away with it. 
it. I I also feel like the beginning of this episode has showed us. I mean, it, it's done it a little bit in the past episodes too, but like, uh, whether it's a Benioff and Wise decision or like just writers having a little bit more fun with things, but I feel like the show is is kind of showing like it's aware of itself in some ways. Yeah. Uh, like one thing with like the Daenerys titles and the jaunt like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very like self-aware yes. exchange. And then the brooding thing about John. Yes. Yeah, like, I was just thinking that. You, like your thing. brooding makes me like yeah, yeah. feel like you're, I'm brooding wrong. You're a or... very sexy brooder, my guy. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you're so sexy it's... when you brood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's almost it's so they gotta be careful with that because yes. it does kind of like tiptoe on like the this is kind of gimmicky and fan servicey. But I, also it is funny though. Yeah, these these two instances are like I think subtle enough to where they work. Sure. They're not always this right. I don't even know if subtle is the right word, but it's like they don't go too hard on it. It's just like one little comment about it and it's done, you know, like right. that's fine. Uh can we talk about this like oh, I'm mad at you and I don't like you flirting that starts to happen between John and Daenerys here though? <laughs> Where they start talking and they're like, you know, actually, you're kind of hot as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, um, man, you know, I am trying to, like, put myself into the same mind that I that I was, like, when this was coming out. Because, you know, there's there so many theories and ideas about, like, what's going to happen when they meet, you know? And, right, right. Are they going to align? Are they going to be enemies? Are they going to like each other? Or, you know, whatever. Uh, are they going to pass notes in class? Like, is this going to be... Like, what is this going to be? And, like, I have a feeling that most people assumed that they would be, like... That there would be a little bit of that weird tension between them. Yeah. Um, and just finally seeing it because we've never seen them on screen together. Right. I like Amelia Clark and Kit Harrington on yeah. screen together. They're they're enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. I got um, no problems with I this. wish I wish Danny was a little more enjoyable. <laughs> yes. But but I do I do really like them on screen together. I mean it's I agree. And in this scene, <laughs> she's totally fine. Yeah. Like she's reasonable, she listens, she acquiesces to, you know letting what Tyrion says and I especially like like the the silence and she's like well, I'm not getting anywhere you can mine the dragon glass <laughs> it's it's very good and John's like also you've been talking with Tyrion <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also just a small character moment for John but just him saying he doesn't enjoy what he's good at yeah, great. Very good. Just a little small nod to his character. Uh, great. Which is good stuff. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people may kind of roll their eyes at stuff like that. Like the people that like Danny probably roll their eyes with John the way that we do because it's like, oh, he's just so, oh, uh, like emo and fucking sad <laughs> about it. And, uh, I'm good at killing. That's all I can do. Yeah. Um, I don't like leading, but I don't good like at it. I don't like leading. Yeah. I like brooding. But yeah. I'm so sexy at it. <laughs> 
curse me and my sexiness. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, anyways. I just discovered I have a Jon Snow voice. No, I mean... It was pretty good. We'll, we'll let you it think that. It was pretty good. Uh, pre- hey, remember when I used to do voices all the time? Dude, all right. Rate jo- uh, rate Scott's yeah, yeah. voice let me uh, know. out of 10 <laughs> in the comments. Or let me know if I should bring back all the voices. No, please don't. <laughs> I'm so sexy when I brood. Uh, <laughs> that's so think, bad, dude. Uh, I think that's most of the Dragonstone. That's stuff. that's Dragonstone. We'll, we'll yeah. come back briefly when we get to the end, but uh, let's let's talk about King's Landing. Oh, Euron, boy. Uh, Euron has his little captive parade. Whatever, dude. Uh, hold on. How long did that fucking trot through the city last? Oh, wait, dude. Too- that was like three minutes of screen time of him just walking through the city. And talking about how hard he is. Yeah, like, this guy sucks. Dude, I I really, I know I mentioned this already, but, like, the dick jokes are really getting to me. I wonder if this is how our listeners feel. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He talks about Daenerys being hypocritical, and here we are. Yeah. Well, this guy and his dick jokes, god damn it. It's just so not taste. I mean, look, we're a dumbass podcast. This is like a fucking epic, you know, mid to low fantasy. No, but he's a dumbass dumbass. <sighs> okay, so you like it. No. You're telling me. No, you're telling me that you like it. And it's justified. Listen. <laughs> you're you're I think we talked about this last week, but Obara Sand is the greatest character in fiction history compared to this guy. Like this oh, guy yeah. is just oh, the worst. I had a I had a good little joke that I wrote. Oh, yeah, hit me. Yeah, lay it on me. We interrupt I mean, this it's, podcast it's to not bring a, you I mean, Zach's It's not like joke. a punchline joke. It's just oh, an observation. Okay, yeah. Uh, his horse, and this is a true statement. This is like not just meant to be funny, but it is funny. Euron's horse has way better costume design than he does. Oh, I did not know. His notice. horse looked badass, dude. <laughs> I would absolutely believe that in an instant because he has the worst fucking costume design ever. It, they bought it at a fucking party city, dude. <laughs> a fucking hot topic. Uh, yeah, I that's true. We decided. Uh, let's let's talk about Cersei. Okay, this is the only part of this scene that matters. Um, okay. Cersei is cold, fucking blooded, and like, like listen, understandably pissed. Sure, this, this is the woman that killed her daughter. Yeah. Uh, whom she loved very, very much. Marcella was very sweet and kind. Um, yeah, poor Marcella. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Uh, but it's fucking brutal. Um, like I don't know what else to say about this. It's just like, damn, Cersei. I've got some. Sure I've got, got some her notes. vengeance. Okay. Um, okay. So one, Cersei is a badass. Uh, she is hardcore. Yeah. And. There is this very, like, faint bit of, like, oh, hey, there's still a human in Cersei for just a second. At what part? Well, so she's, like, just talking about, like, how hurt she was. Oh, about Marcella. About Marcella. And then she quickly remembers, "Mm, but that doesn't matter anymore. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, okay, I'm back. (laughs) Um. But there is one thing here, Scott, that I really did not like. What was that? I felt like I was watching an anime villain. Her monologue was long, dude. Like, it just went 
on and on. And like, I think the intention, and people will probably say, and that's okay. You know, we're all entitled to our opinions, even if they're wrong. Uh, that, you know, Cersei was just relishing in this moment and she is kind of broken now because, you know, she's lost all of her children that, you know, this is her feeling something. This is her feeling, you know, she's getting her vengeance and whatever. And I can respect all of that. But she talked so much and walked us through her entire thought process. Yes, she did. And it was like, I literally am watching an anime villain right now. It was it was a little much for me. Nah, I'm here for it. I didn't oh, like it. Oh man, that's weird. I, I did not like it. I, I, I like yes, the fucking Euron parading through the streets took way too long. I thought this was fine. Like yes, she did go on for a long time, but you know what? I think she was Yeah. She, Shouts like, out she was to, relishing uh, it. She was warranted in it. Shouts out to uh young uh the sand snake chick is Yeah. She, I mean, she's, she looks nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of looking nice, Cersei does the killing and then does the, I couldn't think of anything good. Zach, come up with a good joke. Come up with a good joke. Does the banging. She does the killing, then does the bang. Yeah, that's the best I got. (laughs) Oh Uh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, it's real good. I'll take your applause later. Um... Yeah, she's just through hiding, bro. Also, I gotta say, a little bit of poetic justice for Jamie because Euron was being a real douchebag about fucking oh, what is Cersei like in bed and blah 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 blah. But then you know, like Jamie actually gets to go and you know sleep with her, right? What he wants. <clears throat> um. So this this whole like uh, I guess section really reminded me of like is it it's it must be yeah season one Braun and Tyrion being like you need it you need a good fucking after a fight or whatever he says yeah it's like yeah Cersei's I mean that it it holds true for women too you know Cersei gotta go get her some Cersei and Braun uh great minds thinking alike great minds yeah truly I also love that Jamie's like I'm not really feeling it and she's like dude stand up I'm gonna suck your dick and he's like okay okay okay." I love him just laying in bed like shirtless (laughs) as the maid or looks you know whatever and like looks at him and he's kind of just like it would have been even better if she had like chained chained (laughs) if he's just laying there like he cuffed cuffed to the bed that would have been amazing can we acknowledge how the turns tables if you know what i'm saying like uh basically like in these types of like romantic and like love passionate scenes it's always like in the morning the woman is like like oh just like staring at like the the man like Uh you know being real like cute and like oh and it's funny because like Cersei walks in and she's like, dude, we're fucking right now. Get those pants off immediately. Put it somewhere where I can, where my mouth can access it. <laughs> and they obviously have a great night. And it, the, it, the scene cuts to Jamie just like, like, oh, like, look yeah. at that. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so, it's so great. Oh, man. Big wins for Jamie this episode. We'll truly more later. Um, Yeah. And then she meets with the the Iron Bank dude. I forget his name. Do you remember his name? I didn't take note of it, but I like this scene a lot. Yeah. Um, 
she's, you know, Cersei is doing what she did with, like, the rest of the people of the realm, basically, you know, like, hey, Daenerys bad, you know, like, she's not going to pay any debts. She frees slaves and has dragons and she's evil. You should back me. Right. Which is the good, the smart play for her. What I what I really like, like obviously, yes, there's like this is scheming, this is playing, this is working uh, for these characters. But what I really like is more just like insight uh, about this scene, like in in this type of fantasy, especially as it relates to like television, we don't really ever get the like economics of war very often. Like you'll right. hear about supply trains and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mustering. excuse me, supply. Yeah, I'm mustering. That's for Amanda. Uh, supply chains and stuff like that. But like literally sitting with a bank and them talking about, well, we might invest in your, in your, yeah. you know, like opposition. This like, doesn't happen in most fantasy. It just, it's just not, yeah, no, like it almost brings this like modern element to like this fantasy, what is, in a lot of people's brains, like kind of a historical type of like yeah. interaction. It, it's just cool. Like you, you have to account for like the money and things like that. And it's just not really ever acknowledged. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just like it. It's, it's, I think it's world building uh, and, and it's very good. Completely agree. Um, let's quickly hit the Citadel and Winterfell uh, before we wrap up with the end part here. Uh, <laughs> I don't have much to say about Winterfell other than, uh, I don't know. Brand's a psycho. Who, who, yeah, I don't. I was gonna say I don't know who's more of a psychopath, Littlefinger or Brand or Doctor Strange or Doctor Strange himself. Right <laughs> everywhere, all at once Doctor in your Finger, mind, dude. I have looked into sixty-seven million different possibilities, dude. What a f- Doctor I, Finger is a great name. Though. <laughs> hey, I brought back the Littlefinger voice too. I, I <laughs> you, hey, look at you, movie. man of many voices, dude. Fight everywhere at once, dude. His delivery so I weird. Love it. Bro. I I see. I missed this kind type of Littlefinger. Like he's he's not had a lot of just weird monologues in a minute, and it's dumb as hell. But I I do get a <laughs> kick out of it. Can, like okay. I want to know what this conversation was in the writer's room. Like, like how, how did they decide, like, hey, we, we got to give this guy something. Yeah, we, need, we need a scene with Sansa and Littlefinger. Oh, uh, he can be creepy with her for a minute. Now, we've done that the last six times that they've had a scene together. <laughs> uh, well, then maybe he could, like, give her some... Advice Wisdom? about yeah, uh, it's it's uh, yeah, but let's just make it so cryptic that like nobody really questions it. Let's that? see if Bran can out creep Littlefinger. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Okay, uh, one thing I do need to point yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's Maester Walken, right? The yeah, new Maester. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maester Walken. Just casually dropping that Maester Lewin kept oh, a copy yeah, of yeah, every yeah, Raven Finger. Scroll ever and Littlefinger doing <laughs> yeah, the most little Scooby-Doo-ass. Like, uh, he literally <laughs> did the dramatic gopher turn. And Dude, it like... should have... <laughs> <laughs> the camera should have zoomed yeah, in on his dun, face. Dun, dun, 
<laughs> oh my god. Dude, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. So good, dude. It's so fucking funny. By the way, briefly back to the brand thing. He's he's talking and he's like, Oh, I'm the three eyed Laven and the three eyed Laven? <laughs> Fuck, I thought I could sneak the that one by. The <laughs> three eyed Raven. And I learned all these things. And he's always talking. He's like, I learned Also, this. I saw that you got f- fucking totally yeah, taken listen, advantage listen, of. Yeah, let's not talk about that part. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. It's I hate so it. It's so weird and bad. Um, He says, I learned it from the Three-Eyed Raven. And Sansa goes, I thought you said you were the Three-Eyed Raven. And the normal, like, just logical response is be like, oh, the old one died and now I'm him. But instead, Bran is just like, <laughs> It's difficult to understand. Like, it's not that difficult, my guy. He's like, like the he's old like, one dude, died, and now it's you. He's like, I'm so far transcended from the fucking brain of common man that you just could never, you understand. Could never understand. You could never that get that. Died sometimes, when someone dies, someone has to take their yeah. place. It's just a foreign concept. I'm just, I'm just telling uh, you, Sansa. It's just too. It's too complex for your brain. Okay, dude. you can't handle it. You're you're busy fighting every battle everywhere all at once. You can't handle what what i got going on (laughs) it's dude okay so i have this might be a little coy but like i i feel like this is an okay time to bring it up and whatever i i'm not gonna explain myself um okay (laughs) just fucking say it then yeah i was so looking forward to Brand showing up and just dropping some truth bombs. Yeah, which I mean, like you know, I'm sure that 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 will that will come. Some truth bombs will probably come because you know that is Brand's character. But like, I think there was just like so much build up to this like Brand's this like fucking ethereal, mystical ass, not ethereal, but you know, just like this weird unknown force and power and now that he's finally back and obviously this is a hindsight thing talking because we have watched the series it's just so like i don't know the the interest is completely gone people were uninterested in brand for a very long time because for for rightful reasons his story is is very slow and monotonous and just like not really much happens but there's there in my opinion there was always that like question of like i even though it's boring now i feel like this is going to be a big fucking well deal. there were flashes of brilliance too like we got to see the tower of joy through sure. his eyes right so it's like yeah give us more of that shit you know what i'm saying but once he shows up it's just like <sighs> Well, uh, listen, I think my bigger problem with Bran and the way his character is going is, like, this seemingly happened over fucking night. Like, his being the full-on creep-out weirdo. Because... Yes. Well, it happened in between seasons, but, like, Cold Hands took him to the wall, and he was, like, fine and normal still. uh, Relatively as normal as Bran Muffin can be. And then he shows up at the wall, which was like 30 feet away, new season, and starts creeping out my guy, Ed, and is now creeping out Sansa, and it's just like, cannot hold the normal conversation anymore. And it's like, when did this happen? And also, the previous uh, 
uh, three-eyed raven was not a fucking yeah. creep ass. Like, no, he was a little strange, but he wasn't. He wasn't. I, this. He was a fucking just old man with yeah. wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like this guy should should be able to hold a conversation. Should be able to like tap into. Hey, if you are all knowing now, you should be able to tap into like what is human emotion. It's what like, is empathy? What is, what is that thing that you felt last season? Like, like hey, <laughs> I'm listen. I'm fine if they want to make him a little less emotional and sure. more like cut and dry. Like, you know, like this less, is just the like way the, things, things are. don't matter as much anymore right. because it's all set almost. But this whole like, oh, you wouldn't understand bit and like, it's bad. Bringing up, yeah, the night of it's, her, it's bad. I yeah, don't dude, understand yeah. what the thought process. Well, and that's that's what I'm saying about like like does this guy not understand empathy? Like, oh, I I saw you that night it, with with the snow and the white dress. I'm sorry for what happened. It's like, dude, are you just like first off, like exploring a delicate subject like that is always right. difficult. But hey, let me dredge up this past trauma for you. Yeah, dude, what fuck the fuck off, is that? Man. It's terrible. Man. Uh, it's it's no terrible. Good. I I don't I don't like it. There's so, there's a million and one ways for him to prove that he knows things. Yeah. Without it being that, this dude. Ain't it. Come on, man. This ain't it. Uh like like just like hey, you and John fighting for our home and taking it back. That was really cool. Good. That was that was some shit. Glad you showed up with the Knights of the Veil. Vale. Yeah. Like yeah. Anyway, I don't want to spend any more uh, any longer on that. Let's briefly talk about the Citadel. Yes, yeah, Citadel's uh, cool. I really enjoyed. I know you and I have a history with Jorah, but I gotta Dude, say, I you. really yes. enjoyed his just kind of his whole thing here. Yeah, where Evros is like, "You seem to be cured," and all this, and Jorah's like, "Don't know anything about that." Must have been the climate. I, yeah, must have been the rest. I just felt better. The climate, my guy. <laughs> and Ebro's just like, the climate. Mm. Uh-huh. Hey Sam, I need to talk to you later, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very good. And then him and Sam, you know, the great shake, scene, great fucking scene. Um, yeah, I my note is, I mean, it's very short, but it, it is literally just I enjoy Jorah way more now while he's with Sam. Yeah. Truly. Just, yeah, it's uh, like 100%. him talking about Danny and like his loyalty and like his, the way that he feels about how he needs to be there doesn't sit as like awkwardly with me than when he's with Danny and like being, <laughs> being this simp with simp. somebody yeah. like more than half his age, you know, like, or less, sorry, excuse me, less than half his age. <laughs> more than half his age. <laughs> Uh yeah no hundred percent I don't have much else to say there but good for Sam good for Jorah um okay last oh, thing no sorry, sorry one last thing one ahead. last thing I'm sorry uh the mm, maybe I should save it uh, I'm I'm gonna be coy again um <laughs> fucking the, hate you sometimes the the Ebros telling Sam like, "Oh, what you you thought you'd be rewarded," and like how he assigns him the task of like yeah, yeah, yeah. rewriting all these books. Do you think that that's like a? Because he's giving him old books. 
And Ebros knows what Sam wants to research while he's there. Do you think nah, that is his I, own subtle way of rewarding him? Like, here, work I don't on think these? So. I think you're reading that into that a little too much. Okay. All I right. I mean, that's giving Sam more shit to do. Uh, that you, you very well may be right, but also, like, Dude, he basically tells him, hey, paper mites are going to eat your flesh also, by the way. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't, th- I don't think that's his subtle reward at all. Um, okay. Dragonstone leading into this last section here. Uh, what Do you agree with Missandei and Tyrion about like, hey, don't take your dragons out to destroy Euron's fleet? That's a bad idea. I just want your take on that. I mean, she's done it before, hasn't she? Yeah. Like, I I get it's it's a little different when it's like an armada of that size. Like, yes, the chances of her getting hit go up. But sure. also, like, you're here with your dragons. Right. And that is a huge reason as to, one, it worked in the past. And two... Like, you have a leg to stand on. Like, yeah. you're, you're going to need to use your you're dragons. You're going to need to use those dragons if you want to win the Seven Kingdoms at some point. And I get it. This is probably just like the writer's way of, like, we got to put we gotta put Daenerys in the healing tank for, you know, a fucking <laughs> right. little bit. We can't have her involved in this fight yet. Right, right, right. right. Uh, but, yeah. And I get it. I just wanted to see what you thought Fucking about hyperbolic it. time chamber. Yeah, we got to put her in the hyperbolic time chamber <laughs> for a bit. Um, okay, so... The Unsullied take Castle Rock, but it was a ruse. Uh, I. Do you like this? The like... Unsullied, like, taking the rock? Well, I don't love the way it was shot and filmed. That's what I'm asking. Like, like the Tyrion look... voiceover thing. Yeah. And it, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm sure they were trying to save budget for elsewhere but it it looked janky and it was like it was like they were doing that whole like oceans 11 thing of like oh this is what they think will happen but this is what is actually yeah happening. uh-huh yeah, yeah it's like this isn't a, a caper movie my guys what what is really just like it just pisses me off really when i'm thinking about like because you mentioned the budget it's like all right so we're not going to see the full capturing of Casterly Rock. Mm-hmm. We're going to get this weird voiceover thing, which, like, it's not bad. It's just it's, I, it's, I would have loved yeah. to see more. Yeah. Um, But then we're also not going to see the Lannisters taking Highgarden? No, see, that's the part I do like. I, I that it wasn't not... even a battle? Or, like, or what, what do you, like, what do you like? Well, specifically, I think, like, like just the second half of the sequence where it shows them riding up with the army after we know, you know, that what the ruse was and what happened. <clears throat> and then just I really loved the long shot take of like just behind Jamie as he like walked through the aftermath of High Guard. Oh, okay, sure. So there's a good there's a good shot. Yes, but I guess what I'm saying is like if we're That's cutting back, very good to be fair. Uh, yeah, I sure, love yes. this sequence. Uh, but if we're cutting back, well, you know what they're cutting back. I know, for, but and still, it's coming like, up very soon. <laughs> you're gonna fucking blow your load on that shit. Like, it's oh, just like I don't know. Like, High Garden, mind you, High Garden has never been painted as this like, like oh, this yeah. like war thing. But I guess At- like. What I'm okay. Here's here's something I don't like. Okay. 
Jamie walks into the room with Elena. And the whole like description of the battle is, oh, we were never really good at that. See, no, I like that they leaned into that. That's just not more fair, too, man. That's just like, not cool. Like, this is an entire fucking kingdom we're talking about. Olena being like, ah, it was never a forte. Please, like, tell me we held our own at least a little bit. And Jamie's like, ugh. And she's like, yeah, it was never a forte. I, see, Gold okay, I think that that's, that's true to character for Olena. But what I don't like is that that doesn't do justice to their house or their region or their men for it being an explanation to us as to what happened there. Like, Do we need, like, a justification for well, their region and their men? Okay. We get a hell of a fucking crash course on the way that war works with with Elena walking us walking the class through what the fuck happened with the whole, like, bait-and-switch thing that Jamie pulled with Castle oh, Rock. sure. Which annoyed the absolute fuck out of me. I don't... Um, okay. But like, if if the the writers are going to take so much time to explain things, which they do a lot in this season, yes, the explanation of why that was just a fucking wax is just oh, we were never really that good at it. It's just like not cool, man. The Terrells are cool; they're powerful. They should have like it should have been more. It's not cool to the house. See, I don't know where you're getting this notion that the Tyrells are that good of an army like yes they're a rich house but like who is leading them zachary well it's not that but like Our is it gonna be guy that Mace tyrell has been leading is it them. <laughs> well, so you're right you how know what? competent do you think <laughs> they really are shouts to my boy mace r.i.p i love you to death but really how competent can an army led by mace tyrell really be it's just it this should, isn't the tywin army it should be a a big army. Oh my god! Here's I. I'll tell you where I do have the problem and issue with this. Not with any of the bullshit you're talking about. Oh my god! Okay. But with why didn't Euron destroy the fleet with all the unsullied soldiers in like, them on it? Yeah, like then you'd be she'd be short an unsullied army. Also, like was did he could he just not teleport there in time from King's Landing? <laughs> Dude, I you know what's funny is like I I wanted to talk about that. Like I know that we justify the quick travel, the fast travel thing that has to happen in in this season and other seasons. Yeah. But you understand that No, it's fine. Jamie was just getting head in King's Landing. The unsullied unsullied forces set sail prior to, well, I mean, they all set sail. Oh, at the same time as the Dornish and the the Greyjoys. And the Greyjoys had enough time to engage in battle. Yeah, that is a little And catch up. Like, like, look, that is an issue. They had enough time to engage that fleet Go off to King's Landing. Well, for a okay, pit is stop. it that unfathomable that they can't split up a little bit? Like, I'm well, just saying that was like his flagship, though. They specifically showed that shit. They showed oh, Euron his big badass ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I I, I didn't say have it as that. two identical ships. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Uh, Jamie was getting a nice old fashioned in King's Landing, and now he's at High Garden. It's fine. It's whatever. But again, I'm just <laughs> like, wait, Very why couldn't you? 
destroy the ships with the army in the ships, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I want to talk about... Well, I kind of already talked about how great that the Jamie walking through Highgarden is. That shot rules. I love that. Uh, but Elena and Jamie. Because I think this is... Yeah, I'd say this is probably my favorite scene in the episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, come on. This is this is a yeah, great scene. This easy. might be a top scene. This is... And this might be as close as season seven comes to getting on that list. Oh yeah, the the only thing that takes me out of it is I really, legitimately do not like the the step by step walkthrough of like how a bait and switch works. I was yeah. like, come on, what like? I didn't. Love it's it. already I, been explained. Tyrion yeah. did the voiceover. There's less people there. The fucking like Grey Worm picks up the die the guy that's dying, and he's like, they're not here, and yeah, it's just like. Like the audience knows why why are we doing this? I didn't hate it as much as you did, obviously, because I like the fact that Jamie brings up the whispering wood and how Rob basically did more or less the same thing to him. Sure. Because yeah. then that cool transitions callback. into uh him learning from his mistakes and Elena hitting him with the Oh well you must be very wise by now then. <laughs> Which is such a fucking train. Truly dude. legendary bird. Like she literally does not miss. Um My gosh, favorite she's so cool. I think maybe my favorite part is that was Joffrey's sword, wasn't it? What is it called? And he's like, Widow's Whale. And she's like, God, he was a cunt, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I, so good. I also love just the very like honest. Like she try, yeah, honest and open conversation she tries to have with him about Cersei, about how like he loves Cersei's her. gonna. You love her, but she's gonna destroy you. She's gonna destroy this realm. And Jamie's like, maybe, uh, but that's not really. You know, I shouldn't really talk about this with you. And she He's comes like, back with, "Who better?" Like. It's never gonna leave it's this. Room. Never gonna leave this room. Yeah. If you very. need to get something off your chest, my guy. Because I do. Because I do. There. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. By the way, let me let me hit you with some. My hot turn. Shit. <laughs> my Dude. turn. Ooh, ooh, me next. Me next. Me next. Dude. I like. Amanda was sitting right next to me when we were watching this, and dude, it, it was just like, like, oh, that's this episode. That's right. I forgot, and her. Like, will there be pain? And he's like, no, I made sure of it. She's like, sick. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> chug, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, so now that we're past that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. so you know. <laughs> yes. Dude. It's uh, it's very, very good. I like this last sequence a whole lot. More than you, I think. I, I The only part I have issue with is, is the whole, like, play-by-play thing. And even though it takes me out a little bit, this is probably still the best scene of the series, or excuse me, of the of the season. Definitely so far. Like I, I can't remember anything off the top of my head for these last, uh, the last half of the season, but we shall see. Any other final thoughts, Zachy boy, before we jump into that other thing that we do here at the end? Uh, I just, I think it's time for who be thrown in, bud. I think it is time for who be thrown in. God damn it! Why do I always do that? Now? <laughs> Can, why don't you just in. remove that no, from your fucking OBS? I might need it again later, Zachary. You don't, don't understand the difficulties that I have of production. So last week, um, this was a fucking shit show, no, and I uh, don't know how you conned me into this, but mark my words, Zachary, I have thought about it this week, and 
we are not leaving this podcast. I will turn this podcast around until I get my way. So be forewarned. Be ready for a fight, motherfucker. What does turn this podcast around? You know what it means. Didn't your dad... I almost said, didn't your dad ever say, I will turn this car around? (laughs) Anyway, where we last left it, uh, you're on BAM. Uh, You know, one of those guys had taken the fifth spot. Varys was it? It's a good joke, Scott. Fuck you. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) It wasn't even a joke. (laughs) Jon Snow was at three. Jamie Lannister was at two. And Daenerys, Stormborn, Targaryen, Breaker of Chains, Titles, Titles, had taken the number one spot. Okay. Um, Breaker of my balls, dude. Truly. Okay, Euron is coming off. Varys can come down. He had a pretty decent scene, but he's he's not going to make the list. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with that. Zach, okay, while I'm doing this, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you something. These three I'll bring down. Daenerys, John, and Jamie, but leave them up for Wait, now. did you take Euron off? Yes, I did. Zachary, I have four absolute stone-cold lead pipe locks of the century of the week. Okay, well, sir, she's In my one. head that... I will not quit this podcast until they are on this list. So just be aware of that. You're, you're you've got one spot to fight for, Mike. I'm assuming that you are also picking Davos. Uh, he is he is one of the ones fighting for a fifth. I will say that, but not one of my locks. Do you want me just to tell you what the locks are? Well, want now I want to guess. Okay, yeah, go ahead and guess. Uh, okay. Well, so Cersei's one. Yes, obviously. Uh, Jamie is also another. Yes, one. obviously. Uh, are we going, John? No, John is far from a lock in my mind. Are we going, Danny? No, Daenerys does not make this list. No, you? no, Mom. no. I don't. She think so. I don't. Buttload of L's. I don't think she does. You're absolutely right. Uh, Olena. Olena is one. Absolutely. So I have she, three of your four. Yes, she goes out like too big of a boss. To possibly miss this list. Small part in this episode, but you denied me of him last episode, and I will not be denied again. Uh I come on, Zach. I have no idea what you the did fuck not you... let me give him credit oh! for curing Jorah of Grayscale last week. Well, Guess what, motherfucker? He cured Jorah of Grayscale. No, you're... And it's just a general, all-around great dude. You're right. He did something that's never been done before. I'm totally okay with this. He's a fucking lock. Yeah. Um... So, those are the four that, in my opinion, have to make the list. The other ones, do you have anyone that you would also like to think maybe could slide it in at five? Um... I mean, I, I do think that Tyrion and John both had good scenes, but I'm sorry, Tyrion, well, yeah, Tyrion, John, and Davos. And I, I like Davos a lot, but like it. I, I, I love Davos. I just. I don't know that. There's a decent amount of characters with a strong case, and I don't know if he's going to quite make it. Okay, Honestly, let's, an- let, let's, let's start this off here. Let's. Let's stop talking contenders. Let's start placing because okay. I think we we've got at least our first three up there. Yes. Okay. So I'm of two minds about number one. 
Number one, I think it's undeniable that Cersei made the biggest gains. Like, yeah, I in my opinion, it's Cersei, Jamie, one and two. That that's what I'm thinking. Yes, the, what I'm trying to parse out here is the order. Well, that that's what it is for me. One and two, Cersei, well, Jamie. Okay, hear me out. Cersei, Do I definitely. Have to? I fucking hate you so much sometimes. I hope you piss your pants. Cersei <laughs> definitely. It like all around wins, uh-huh. especially with like the vengeance thing. But Jamie also like all around wins, and he just had way better scenes. So that would be my argument for him possibly going one. I'm not opposed to either one, uh, but I don't think we should just dismiss Jamie's case well and out of hand. Well, we're not because he's he's making the list at at two. I, if you literally didn't listen to what I said, no, but I he's said, making the list at two. <laughs> I said specifically to dismiss his case for number one, okay. Zachary. I I get it, I get it, but he's doing everything in the name of Cersei. Like he's he got a nice old fashioned though. Yeah, I take that more as like a Cersei win. She wanted her some, it's, she it's, got her some. It's a win for both of them. Okay. Specifically, the Jamie learning from his mistakes, being an incredible military mind, and having the best scene of the episode with Olena. These are all strong cases. I just feel like Cersei making her agreement with the Iron Bank is massive. Sure. Although... It's also a very good scene. It's a a, a good scene. I I think it's a very good scene. It's very Tywin. And I loved it. That deal, you know, it kind of hasn't fully gone through yet, though. Kind of like how Jorah hasn't fully really been cured of grayscale. Okay. Well, so at the end of the scene, it's it's decided that she's convinced them. Uh, well, she has to pay her debts first. Okay. So there's that. Uh, she... Gets revenge. That's her biggest, yeah. If she you gets revenge for Marcella. That's that's the biggest win. Yeah, I um and she's still on the throne. She she had good scenes. You're right. Jamie did have a better scene. Jamie Elena had a better scene. Uh but she still had good scenes. She's on the Iron Throne. She got her revenge. Yeah, but you called her a crazy anime villain. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like the excessively long monologue. Doesn't mean that it wasn't good. You <laughs> wait. You literally just said you didn't like it. Like, I don't like so... the fact that we got a monologue, but like, it wasn't it wasn't done badly. Like, she was still excellent in it. Well, yeah, Lena Headey is is always excellent. Um, I and also just... she was like, dude, I'm trying to fuck, and she went and fucked. Like she, she did, but she like got that, her... that's that's you're bringing up also a win for Jamie there. You can't like there, Jamie it's was like reluctant. A math equation. No, yeah. Jamie was reluctant. Cersei wanted it. She went uh, and got it, and uh, she needs to be given credit for that. It's a math equation. All of their combined wins cancel each other out. So now we're looking at Jamie's badass scene with Olen. I'm not doing PEMDAS over fucking who be throwing versus okay? what the fuck is PEMDAS? The order of operations. Oh, I, I was the worst at algebra. Uh, 
but let me explain this algebra equation for my <laughs> argument. Oh my so we're left with Jamie's badass scene with Olena and him being a phenomenal military mind versus you not liking Cersei as an anime villain. Because all of their other like stuff, okay, Cersei getting her vengeance. All their other stuff is wins I, for both of them. I, I need to point out what an absolute bitch you're being right now, Scott, because you fucking, you were like, I don't care who's one or two. I don't really care. And then well, I make a decision on on what should tip the scale. And then you're like, all, all right, I'm going to argue everything. First of all, motherfucker, you don't get to make the decision. As we talked about it, I convinced myself that Jamie does, in fact, have a stronger case. Okay. And also... Mr. Being Such a Bitch, I have let you had your way for like six weeks in a row. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh-huh, Jamie's I one. don't know I what have hereby decreed and decided because you know what, bitch? I have the power of okay. Grayskull. Okay, all right. Oh. On my side. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? By the power of Grayskull. Hell yeah, dude. You have the power right. of anime and God on your side yes, also. <laughs> okay. Jamie won Cersei too. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, I'm arguing to to make a case. Like they're they both you're, are you're great. Arguing to be a bitch. Um, I can see Sam or Olena next. Well, I think I think by your argument, we've got to go Olena. Her like, scene is really good. Like that's that's what's like in my opinion, that is what tips Jamie over Cersei, and she was. You want but to talk about Outbra? She was the other half like of it. Hey. Jamie. <laughs> yeah, but she goes out in the most baller way true. we've ever okay, seen. Okay, that's true. She does have She's got to get her some. She's got like this a sort of last chance. Baller death in the series. Okay, Sam goes four. Easy four, then, I think. So now we're looking at what? John Davos. Um, here's one you may not like, but Jora? He literally got cured of grayscale. Yeah, but we gave that win to, to Sam. And I mean, fuck Jorah. Yeah, but we said it ourselves, like, we actually liked Jorah in this episode. Well, okay, for the fucking two minutes he was yeah. in the episode. So, look, here, I think I my case is with John. I okay. think I think it goes to John. Uh, John does have an episode. excellent scene with Danny, a second excellent scene with Danny. Like, and. In these scenes, we it also highlights everything we love about his character. Like I just, I just think, I think he's the winner. You don't want your on fan. <laughs> well, I mean, if you let me make the case, I'm sure I can no, find a reason. <laughs> um, I think you're probably right. As much as I love to give Davos his flowers, and you know, I always want him to be on right. The list, I, th I think this is just. A very quietly strong episode from John, and yeah. and a good good place for him to be. Kit Harrington really had great great stuff this episode. He's such a sexy brooder, dude. He's so, <laughs> yeah. he's so good at it. Okay, I like that. We'll we'll end with that. That leaves us with John Snow at number five, Sam at four, Lady Olena at three, Cersei at two, and Jamie. This no, he's gotten a first before. I was like, I was trying to think if he'd ever gotten a first place before, but I'm pretty sure he has. Um, what a list, Zach. I'm glad we agreed and that there was no <laughs> strife there whatsoever, and that everything is hunky dory. What in our terribly shitty rating system? I mean, the best rating system ever. Are you best going to that's give, ever existed? The best uh, that's ever existed. Are you going to? I think this? I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go. Uh, 
solid six five, maybe seven. I was thinking exactly six five, you dirty dick. Um well, can let's I just re- touch tips on our six five. Can I retroactively go back and give the last two episodes like a twos? Sure, yeah. We because this is our po- podcast. We can do whatever we want. This episode only being like a point and a half better than the others also does not sit right, but it You're you're onto something, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also like I know like decently solid episodes in the past have been like seven ish range. You know what? Like talking it through, I, I don't have much to complain about with this episode. Yeah, I think I, think, I, I, I had think I had a go... couple more issues than you did, and they were yeah. minor too. Like they weren't, they really weren't things that like broke the episode. I anyway. think I'm gonna go seven point five. I think this is a very solid episode, especially when you take season seven into account. Okay. You know what? I'll go seven. Okay. Way to copy me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, you just you made sense. <laughs> True, I do that a lot, especially with Jamie going one. Hell yeah, bitch. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. We appreciate you guys for listening, watching, and doing all the things that you do. Uh, Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button if you guys are new here. Uh, If you don't already know, if you haven't figured it out, we talk about Game of Thrones every week. You can hit us up on the Twitter and Instagram at WeDon'tWantAPod. And you can join our Discord. Um... Send us a DM or Hurry, something. It's hot in here. <laughs> it's getting hot in there. Uh, I I love you guys. And Scott, fuck you. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. My headphones are caught. <laughs>